What's up, guys? I'm in a word fab. And this is XO Radio. Once again, I'm back to bring you all the fab you need to know. Who am I? I'm a recovering lawyer. I'm a fashion copywriter. I'm a podcast personality, a personal style curator, and Newark's Glambassador. And here at XO Radio, we're all about the fashion, the beauty, and the scandal. And of course, this is a no judgment zone. We're not here for any negativity, just straight talk, no chaser. You can find XO Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, and my website, innerwordfab.com. And while you're there, make sure to leave me some comments, review me, five-star me on iTunes. I love that. And at me. Um, you can always talk to me on Insta or Twitter at innerwordfab. And you can email me at fab at innerwordfab.com. So, Brown Girls Bar Crawl is in its second year of drunken fun. Every second Saturday of the month, Brown Girls Bar Crawl invades Marstown, New Jersey with amazing drinks and apps and discounts just for us at the most fabulous bars and restaurants in town. Wristbrands are $15 and for some reason, every crawl ends with twerk team tryouts. So come connect, socialize and get your life. Look for Brown Girls Bar Crawl on Facebook and Meetup and uh, make sure you stay in the loop and we'll see you at our next crawl. All right, guys, I love you guys for listening. I'm glad you're here with me today because I'm in studio by myself. Okay, so we're going to be having another show full of just hot topics. So I would love your uh, feedback. So make sure you hit me up. Let me know what you think of what I'm talking about. But oh, my God, so many things are happening in the world today that need to be discussed. Clearly, uh. This Bobby Christina saga, it just gets sadder and sadder. You know, family and friends said goodbye to Bobby Brown um, on August 1st at a private funeral in Alpharetta, Georgia. Her body was carried in a silver casket into St. James United Methodist Church, where the invitation-only service included family members and friends. Um, People who were in attendance included Sissy Houston, Bobby Brown and his wife, Alicia, Tyler Perry, and singer Monica. Um, As you guys all know, Brown died in hospice care on July 26, six months after being found unconscious in a bathtub at her home. Now, we spoke on my previous Hot Topics show about how a lot of the blame is now being given to Nick Gordon because they're saying that it was an abusive relationship and she seemed to have been trying to get out of the relationship right before her um, untimely, you know, I guess, uh, accident, hot tub or tub accident. And then there's been this, um, you know, investigation where they're looking at him for homicide. And then the, the conservatorship also is looking, um, to see where some of her funds went while she has been unconscious, just a mess. But now it's clear that members of the Brown family also blame members of the Houston family for Bobby Christina's death in the middle of the funeral service. OK, Bobby Christina's aunt and Bobby Brown's sister, Leola Brown, caused a commotion as Pat Houston, Whitney's sister-in-law, was getting ready to speak. So Leola began screaming, Pat, you know, you're wrong for this. And security had to escort her out. Tyler Perry apparently also followed to try and defuse the situation. Tyler Perry is all up and through this thing. He's really trying with this family, but it's tough. Um, Leola wasn't done, though. She walked over to the media gathered outside the church and said she'd just been kicked out and stated that 
Pat Houston will be haunted by the ghost of Whitney. Oh, my God. I mean, it seems like Leola was set off by Pat apparently requested in lieu of flowers that people donate to Pat's foundation. Okay, which is a perfectly normal request. I mean, the fact that it's Pat Houston's foundation, I mean, doesn't seem scandalous to me, but apparently, I mean, I'm not in this family, so I don't know the ins and outs of what's been happening behind the scenes, but it seems that money is the bottom line of this whole drama. Uh, Leola feels Pat is trying to profit from the funeral, which is absolutely crazy. Uh, Bobby Christina Brown will be buried next to her mother in New Jersey. It's it's very sad. Um, I actually just saw Sissy Houston and Dionne Warwick, who uh, was Whitney's aunt at the Lincoln Park Music Festival in, in Newark last weekend, which was a great time had by all. Um, and they received awards from the Lincoln Park Coast Cultural District, you know, for their contribution. And it's really just um, unimaginable to me what Sissy and that family must be going through, especially with the surrounding drama. I mean, can they just put her to rest? Seriously, she's been in this limbo for like six months and now she can't even be put to rest in peace. Like, it's crazy. I just pray that Bobby Christina is resting peacefully and, um, I don't know. Hopefully someone pays because something happened here between Nick and I, I I don't even know what happened. But um, hopefully with the autopsy that was conducted, they'll be able to figure out more and the money will go to the right place. Because, you know, money is the bottom line because uh, Bobby Christina had a trust. She So when her mother died, she only got maybe like $2 million of the $20 million trust. And I, I believe the rest of it was going to be given to her at age 30, which was very smart planning, you know, because obviously Bobby Christina was in no kind of shape or form to be handling that amount of money at that age. But so really the fight is where, what, where's that money going to go now? You know, um, most likely it would go to Whitney's mom being, you know, the legal heir, you know, but I, I think there's push on the Brown side to kind of figure out where the money's going to. So I don't know. It's just very sad. Um, You know, it's tough out here for white rappers, guys, if you weren't aware. 2014 was a huge year for Macklemore, right? Remember Macklemore? He won four Grammys, including Best New Artist, Best Rap Album. But Macklemore said this week he suffered a relapse last year. He was He's an addict. You know, as we all know, he's very been, been very open about that. <clears throat> but last year, during the height of his fame... He shared with Complex Magazine that due to the stresses of touring and the stresses of fame, he stopped going to 12-step meetings and started taking sleeping pills and smoking marijuana. Mm. All the cliches, man, like not being able to walk around, having no privacy, and from this TV appearance to that TV appearance, and the criticism and the lack of connection and the lack of meetings, all that put into one pie was just, I wanted to escape. That was Macklemore's quote. Um, He's now recommitted to his sobriety. Um, I believe he has a baby on the way. So that definitely helped. His fiance has been very supportive. And his new album with Ryan Lewis is due out later this year. Apparently, it's three quarters of the way finished. So for all the Macklemore fans, that's exciting news. Um, I think it's really cool that he decided to share that. You know, people go through things. um, And when you struggle and you share that, you help other people, I believe. And it really does point to the fact that with that level of fame, 
You know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I would love to be doing that. I'd love to be on that stage and be on Leno and Letterman, you know, wherever in front of all these huge crowds and making all this money. And it looks like a bunch of shits and giggles. Right. But at the end of the day, it's really hard work. It's tough. You're not sleeping. You're not sure who to trust. You know, you're all of a sudden thrust into this whole other stratosphere that you're not used to um so it's it's kind of understandable that he would have a slight relapse but um as long as he can bounce back the way he has he will be fine um so congratulations to macklemore so i learned some interesting statistics about female sexuality this week um first of all i was reading this article up on the huffington post and it was about um you know, how body image is so linked to female sexuality, which for all of us females out here, we can definitely uh, agree to that. You know, when when you're feeling good about yourself, you're more likely to um, be less inhibited and um, be more open to pleasure when, you know, you're engaged in sex and all that good stuff. But Did you know that 12% of women up to age 28 haven't had an orgasm or aren't sure if they had an orgasm, which basically means they haven't had one? Because, I mean, you pretty much know if you've had one, but 12% never had one. And about 75% of all women never reach orgasm from intercourse alone. Okay, that means without the extra help of sex toys, hands, tongues, whatever it is. So, I mean, that's a pretty huge number. Seventy five percent. That is much more than 50 percent. And I just think that um, it's important to know that, you know, as women, as men, so that you don't think that you're somehow doing something wrong or there's something wrong with you because either you or your partner is not able to get off just by penetration alone like that's absolutely normal so basically it frees women up to say okay um this is how i can get off like if you can get off when you're masturbating then you need to incorporate that with a partner you know don't be just thinking like a man is supposed to put his dick in you and then all of a sudden you know like it's a porn you know all of a sudden you're just supposed to have this big release and it, like things don't work like that so I just like to share that information so that there's less pressure on women in the bedroom about um you know first of all orgasm orgasms at all because also too like I mean orgasms are fantastic and great but they're also they're not like the entire point of sex you know like sex is about connection and it's about intimacy and it's about a lot of things that happen before even penetration starts. And a lot of those things can be perfectly satisfying um, even without orgasm. So I don't know. I just like to keep that in mind so that there is, um, you know, everybody should be informed about these things. Because it will make your sex life better. And that's what I'm here to do. (laughs) Make your sex life better. (laughs) All right, guys. Also, I know you guys have been following the saga of uh, Nikki and Meek and Drake, blah, blah, blah. So we finally got 
the uh, Meek Mill response. And the whole world was kind of like, what? Like, first of all, I couldn't really understand it. It made no sort of impact. There wasn't a lot of clever lines in it. There wasn't like a one-two punch. There was there was nothing to it, basically. It, it, the whole world kind of yawned and then was like, damn, like, Meek, you started this fight and then you lost. Like, how sad is that? You know, like, you probably should have just kept your mouth closed, enjoyed the fact that you're with one of the baddest chicks in the game. She's parading you all over her stages, all over her tours worldwide. You just finished having a number one album. Why couldn't you be happy with that, Meek? You know, why did you go looking for trouble? But, I mean, I guess it was good for everybody. I mean, everybody, I'm sure, got their social media hits up. Everybody, I mean, I'm sure Meek sold more albums, I would hope. I hope this is not going to actually impact his career in a bad way. I know it's definitely impacted uh, Drake's career very well because a lot of people who didn't even like Drake now all of a sudden are Team Drake. (laughs) you know just based on the fact that he kind of slapped meek around with that back to backtrack did i just rhyme okay anyway i'm just gonna stop talking about this because that's about as much as i want to say but the one thing that was interesting was there was a report that um nikki had dumped meek after after the chat you know his um response song came out and i mean that has definitely not been um that was just an allegation. And Meek went on stage and said, we're still together. That would have been quite a read. But I do wonder what Nikki's thinking about all this. You know, like, is she just thinking, oh, whatever, I, I really don't care. Is she thinking it's good for hip hop? Is she thinking it's good for everybody? I mean, I guess if she, as long as she loves it, like maybe she doesn't give a F what anybody else thinks about Meek. Um, you know what? For all you health nuts out there, we have some good news. I'm going to put myself in the category of a health nut, even though I'm far from it. But there was some good news this week. 700 McDonald's are closing worldwide. Like, what? McDonald's closing? I, I don't think I've ever... Well, actually, okay, I'm lying. I do know there was a McDonald's in Morristown back in the day that, that closed. But a McDonald's closing is like a really rare event i mean mcdonald's are probably one franchise that you can buy and you pretty much figure you're set for life because you can put it anywhere from timbuktu to you know whatever kansas and it's gonna do well because people always eat mcdonald's but apparently you know um uh chains like subway and and panera who are trying to push their whole like well we're healthier eating and you know um cold foods and just people that are trying to generally take better care of themselves and their health um they're making an impact because mcdonald's is looking at closing a bunch of stores and kind of reconfiguring how they're going to survive in the coming years i mean they're not in any sort of danger of closing down for real because there's over like I think there's close to 15,000 McDonald's worldwide. And this is really only 700 that are closing, but it does make an impact. And it does say that McDonald's does need to do something. I don't know. Maybe start serving real food. I don't know. Think about it. Um, but yeah, good news for us health 
nuts. And speaking of being a health nut, you know how everybody's like doing juice cleanses these days? Yeah, like, you know, you might send away for these really expensive juices and you do it for like five or 10 or 800 days and you just drink the juice and you're really bitchy because all you want to do is eat. Well, what worked for me is this 10 day vegan cleanse. Um, and what's good about it is you also get to eat like you can eat at least one meal a day organic and you drink shakes and you have supplements and it's 10 days, only 10 days. I mean, you can do anything for 10 days, you know? Um, and after the 10 days, I felt super light. My body was alkaline. I would go to the gym and I'd be like in this blissful state, you know, like working out. It was so weird. I just felt amazing. And um, I'm actually going to be doing another 10 day cleanse starting in September. So if you want to join me and support me on my cleanse and, and do it yourself, I promise you, you will not regret regret that. Um, email me at innerwordfab at gmail.com or fab at innerwordfab.com. I will send you all the details and we can be snatched in September together. You know, Fetty Wap is having like the best summer ever, right? So he's like breaking all sorts of records. It's really quite impressive. Um, um. So just this past Thursday, Fetty Wap matched chart records set by Eminem and Lil Wayne, which is huge. Um, According to Billboard, he's the first male rapper since Eminem to have three songs in the top 20 um, at the same time, obviously. So that's what Eminem did way back in 2013. And then uh, Fetty is also the first male rapper as a lead act to have two top 10 singles at the same time. And Lil Wayne achieved the same mark back in 2011 so i mean damn betty you are really doing your thing i gotta give a shout out to my jersey brethren patterson new jersey stand up i mean everybody want to be like fetty but don't nobody want to lose an eye you know what i mean takes a lot to be doing what he's doing um I'm happy for him. I mean, I really like the music, too. Like, a lot of people are like, I'm not feeling that Trap Queen bullshit. But um, I really like it. It's really good. All right. So what else is going on in um television news? I'm really still quite addicted to Teen Mom. Yes, judge me now. Um, I am watching Teen Mom these days i know you guys are too you don't you don't have to admit this but um i'm definitely watching and um what's going on you know what i learned from teen mom (laughs) don't have a baby at 16 (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry please forgive my throat it's um it's a bad allergy season for me sorry guys but uh don't have baby at 16 all these women out of everybody on the show there's only like one that is actually in a happy relationship and every single one of them has issues with the fathers of their kids you know I mean we know this now I mean listen I I speak from 20 being 20 years past 16 so obviously I have a greater insight onto why not to have choose a life partner at the age of 16 because usually they ain't shit but um all these women are really struggling with you know child custody issues and new partners and i mean it's just it's really a mess you have to be so careful who you have kids with you know 
um because you're you're just stuck with them you're freaking stuck with them and i mean women even at, at my my age make wrong decisions when it comes to having kids with the wrong person because you get caught up and you're in this like fantasy world and you're like oh i want to be with him and then by the time you get the blinders off and you had this baby you realize wow he's fucking crazy and then you have to figure out how to co-parent with a crazy person you don't want that you don't want that but teen mom i hope is you know like uh acting as a deterrent you know to all the teens that are watching out there to because i mean we know they're having sex not that they're you know because i definitely do not believe in the whole abstinence is going to keep people you know from having sex it's not but i hope at least they're making safe and smart choices um you know in terms of having sex and their sexual partners and all that good stuff i'm totally team like if you have a teen in your life talking to them about birth control and making sure everything's good because it's not like you're you're not advocating sex you're just making sure that they're safe because they're gonna do it anyway like let's just keep that all the way 100 um so yeah that's really what i'm watching i'm also watching love and hip-hop even though i (laughs) i'm ashamed of that okay i don't like to share that but i am watching love and hip-hop I don't know why it's like it's like um eating candy you know there's no nutritional value but it tastes good you know so <sighs> that's what I'm doing so um that's it for me um I love that you guys listen um please uh hit me up on my social media let me know what's good with you guys let me know what you want me to talk about let me know who should be on the show and uh that's XO radio I love you guys for listening Bye.